Before heading into the show, I wanted to apologize for the audio quality and the sound issues for this episode. I had some weird things happen with my computer while I recorded this episode. So if you hear some weird sounding moments or whatever, I'm sorry. And it won't happen again. I figured out what the issue was and it's solved. Besides that, I'll enjoy the show. everybody welcome back to frantic thoughts the most unexceptional gaming and geek culture podcast on the web each week i josh also known as frantic online take a look at the week that just passed we talk about what i've been up to and during the week a couple of new stories that interest me and then we jump into the topic of the week in community and questions responses so, we'll start this off, just how we've been starting it off the past 15 weeks, something like that, <laughs> with what's happening. So, what have I been doing this week? I have been not feeling very well. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not, I'm not feeling great right now. So, what's going on is I, I've had this like weird head feel, like this feel, weird feeling like in the back of my head. I don't know if that makes any sense. So... What happened is last week you saw I had my new glasses, right? They're nice. They're actually kind of big. I kind of was getting used to the way they felt, felt though. And I was like, you know, kind of changed the way, you know, I look. I was thinking, oh, I'll get my new glasses. I'm going to get a haircut, you know, change my piercings out, stuff like that. Kind of, you know, just changed how I look because I've always looked like this, I guess I should say. Anyway. What happened is I had the glasses and I, I was wearing them for that whole day and, and it just happened to be, uh, I think it was last Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I recorded on Tuesday last week and I wore my glasses the whole day, the new ones, and they were fine. All right. They weren't adjusted properly. They kept falling off my face, you know. So it was a little annoying, honestly. So what happened is I was cleaning my glasses later in the day after I took a shower. I know this is boring. This is, it goes somewhere. All right. So I was cleaning my glasses, you know, just normal with a, what's called microfiber cloth that they gave me. You know, I was like, man, there's a spot. Like there was a spot on my right lens and on the bottom of my left lens. It kind of had like a, a, a spectrum, like a color spectrum, like a rainbow. And I was like, what the hell is that? Every time I looked at a light, I kept seeing like a little halo effect around every light. And what had happened, I took him to the doctor, eye doctor. There's like a smudge on there. So what he told me they did when they made my glasses is somebody scuffed them and then they buffed them out with the buffer. So I had two buffer marks that were just, you just couldn't see them unless you had them in a specific spot. So the thing is, is okay. I have insurance, right? So my insurance paid for $150 of them, but I still had to pay $280 on top of the 150 bucks for those glasses. So I'm like, no, there's no way I'm paying $280 and having scuffed glasses, right? So I sent them back. I'm waiting on them to come back. So I'm wearing my old glasses again. But basically since then, I've had like this weird like focus thing. Like my head is kind of feeling like a little weird all week. And at the same time, I have this uh, infection, like a minor infection in my mouth from a cavity. But I've had it since January, you know. Um, 
it's not pain. There's no pain. I'm just kind of been feeling out of it. Maybe, maybe I'm not getting enough sleep. Maybe I'm not drinking enough water. Maybe I need to stop eating crap food. So I don't know what's going on with me. So honestly, right now I'm just kind of feeling not my, not a hundred percent, but I know that was a long story just to say that, but you know, I have been playing probably one of my favorite games that I've played in a long time this week. And I know I've said this a bunch of times that I I, I usually try to pick games that I know I'm going to like. Uh, there's not going to be very many times I'm going to say, oh, I played, I picked a game out and I didn't like it. I usually do my research. I watch gameplay. You know, I read previews. I make sure when I go out to the store and pay my money for this game that I know I'm going to like it. And if I'm not sure I'm going to like it, I usually buy it on a sale. So the game I'm talking about right now that I think... It's probably going to be in my top five this year was a hat in time it just released on pc i think last friday so from last friday till now i've beat this game it's uh, a 3d platforming game it has so much inspiration from mario 64 super mario odyssey odyssey i'm just i have odyssey on the brain because it's like two weeks away so i'm kind of freaking out about that that's not the one i'm talking about <laughs> uh, Sunshine, Mario Sunshine, Mario 64, and it has like some Wind Waker style influences, some pretty much any 3D platformer you can think of. There's little hints and nods at every single little, it's it's so finely crafted, it's so so tuned. It pl- uh, See, this happens every single time, right? I'm doing these shows, is I have this beautiful thing I want to say in my head, right? And then I start talking and my words kind of slur and i notice it when i listen to my podcast back i'm like man i know i wanted to say exquisite like the right way then i'm just like that game is so exquisite and i just like mess up words you know because i don't slow down so i'm going to be trying to focus on that a little bit more because i know it's annoying to hear people stumble over words anyway (laughs) sorry for the long pause there um it's a great game. It, I know I've, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty good at praising stuff. I, I pick games I really like, um, that I know I'm going to like. Sometimes I don't, but usually I'd say 97% of the times I'll play a game because I know I'm going to like it. Um, it's a rare time I'll just jump into a game that I have nothing, know nothing about. But anyway, playing this Hat in Time game, you could tell the people that played it, that made the game, just loved making that game you could tell every single detail in the world every every little control the control feel it feels immaculate it's one of the best feeling platformers i've played in a long time um i haven't played ukulele um i know a lot of people were looking forward to ukulele for like a banjo kazooie style collectathon thing right and that game disappointed a lot of people i know there's people that love love that game they you know it, it kind of got middling reviews some people loved it. Some people hated it. Some people were like, hey, it's okay. You know. But Hat in Time takes everything you think about when you think about Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, all the good parts about those games. And kind of pushes it all together into this adorable, beautiful package. And I had a blast playing it. It takes about, I think it took me like 11 to 12 hours to beat. And I got everything in the game. So it's not a long game. So it's kind of nice because 
you know, honestly, I wish it was a little longer. Um, I was laying in bed last night, like, you know, winding down, starting to pass out. I was thinking about this game, man. It's just been lingering in my head. It, it, it was so much fun to play. All the different worlds have their own style, their own little surprises and fun things. I don't want to spoil anything. But, man, if you have the means to play Hat in Time on PC, go ahead and get it right now and play it. If you like that style, that Super Mario 64. Uh, I say Super Mario Sunshine, and I know a lot of people don't like that. Take Super Mario Sunshine, take all the annoying camera problems, and take some of the you know more frustrating levels out of Super Mario Sunshine, and leave the really cool bonus stages and some of the more fun platforming levels and some of the scenes and scenery and the feel from Super Mario Sunshine. Put that with the Super Mario 64 game, with the hub world and everything. Take like a, maybe like a little hint of Galaxy in there, Super Mario Galaxy. And then take like a little hint of Wind Waker and kind of push it all together. And then make it look like I'm a really beautiful coloring book style 3D art game. I, I don't know. T just take a look at the <laughs> gameplay of this game. Just take a look at a trailer. It's so cute. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't help but love this game. I'm just in love with it. So it's, it's up there. It's up there as one of my favorite 3D platformers now. Um, and that's my favorite style of game. So that's pretty high praise um, coming from me. So it's been kind of like heaven for me this month or this year when it comes to the type of games I like because we've had Cuphead, we've had Hat in Time, uh, those, two, those are the two that pop in my head right now, of course, and then we've had, we have Mario coming up. We, we've had a lot of really awesome games in 2017. So this, these little indie games that keep getting speckled in you know, throughout the year, it's just adding to that amazing lineup that 2017's had so far. So yeah, Hat in Time, I recommend it highly. Uh, I'm probably going to do a review on it. I haven't started my draft on it yet, but I will most likely write a review. So be on the lookout for that in the next month or so. Besides that, um, just been, like I said, not feeling great. So besides playing that game, I've been just doing some boring, you know, house stuff. You know, cleaning up here and there. Uh, nothing interesting besides that, really. I know it's I'm kind of rambling but yeah uh, that game was the highlight of my week so I recommend it so much give it a shot I'll keep going on forever about it if I don't stop <laughs> so uh, since we're done with what's been happening we're gonna jump on into the next segment which is you know it's coming you know what's coming if you've listened before it's the news of interest. The news of interest. I've only got a couple of news stories this week. So it's not like a lot of stuff. It's been kind of a slow period for news. Um, the one I, first one I want to talk about is Nintendo registering a trademark for Game Boy again. Weird, right? <laughs> um, so let's see. Nintendo. Okay, this is from Kotaku. Let's review. Nintendo released a classic mini NES. It released a classic mini SNES. And now, a new Japanese trademark for the Game Boy has been filed in Japan. Hmm. Update, October 12th, 6.50 a.m. An earlier version of this story stated that the file trademark, blah, blah, blah. Okay. 
Let's see. Nintendo-Switch.com reports that the trademark was recently discovered. It's been tweeted out by a Japanese trademark bot. Trademark bot. The trademark was filed on September 15 and includes this Game Boy image. There is how, here is how trademark listings appear on Japanese. It has an image of it. It basically just looks like a drawing of a Game Boy. Which, okay, like the classic gray Game Boy from the 80s. It doesn't specify the name on the trademark, but it covers a variety of home video game consoles, pro, video game console programs, as well as programs for smartphones, smartphone cases, smartphone covers, as well as key holders, necklaces, watches. So it's kind of covering all the bases on, you know, uh, putting that image on different things. The Game Boy image, which I have a Game Boy wallet Some, somewhere behind me here. It's on my shelf. But yeah, <laughs> uh, some of the trademarks could could be to protect the Nintendo Classic Mini Game Boy brand, or they can simply be to protect the Game Boy brand. Full stop. Nobody really knows. So, I thought that was interesting. So, I don't know if I would want a Game Boy Classic. If they did a Game Boy Classic with all, like, Super Nintendo Land and all that stuff, that thing would have to have a good amount of games, because most of the games you're going to think of when you think of the original, like, green, you know, the green, weird color screen Nintendo uh, Game Boy, those games are all little bite-sized games. We have Tetris, Super uh, Mario Land. See, I'm, I'm not really versed in all the random games that are on that system. I never owned an original Game Boy. Uh, I've ha I had a Game Boy Color. I had a couple of reg original Game Boy games. And back in the day, that was amazing. I'm like, oh, I can put this in here. That's awesome. But, you know, I'll probably have Link's Awakening on it. I'm sorry if I just made sounds by hitting my boom. I, I'm, I'm trying this new standing thing last few weeks. And I like it. So, sorry if I hit the boom. Boom mic, whatever. Anyway, I might cut that out. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, so, it'd be really cool to have. So I don't know what they would do though. Would it be a little mini Game Boy preloaded with games that you just take with you on the go? Would it be Nintendo Switch is gonna get like a Game Boy shop? You know, all these portable Game Boy games. It could be anything. And they also filed a trademark for, oh, this was a while back, but they filed a trademark for the Nintendo 64 controller. So people think, oh, maybe it's for, you know, an N64 Classic. Who knows? Honestly, I hope that most of the stuff is for virtual console because having Super Mario 64 on the go, that's awesome. You know, stuff like that. I know they already made the DS version, but that's not my point. Having any GameCube game, N64 game, Game Boy game, just on my Switch, pick it up, uh, take it off the uh, dock, throw it in my case, take it with me on plane when we go on vacation this uh, January, whatever. It's going to be great. But, you know, I don't know. Nobody really knows what it's for. But I thought that was an interesting little tidbit of news. I think I only got one more story this week. It's a very short story. Where is it at? I had it. I really did. Where did it go? Why does it do this? Oh, it's an obvious one. Okay, so Valve... I, if you guys listen to the podcast or you've listened to recent uh, past episodes, even if you've seen some of the titles of the other episodes, you know that I love the Half-Life series and Portal and everything that pertains to that. Well, this week, uh, the orange box turns 10 years old. 
And at the time when the Orange Box came out, I was in, I think I was like a sophomore in high school. No, 10 years ago? What, what is it? Yes, sophomore. Sophomore or junior? I don't know. 2007. In 2007, I remember it coming out, and it kind of blew me away because it has so much stuff in one little package, and it was one full-price game. You know, it was $60, and you get Team Fortress 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, and Half-Life 2 Episode 2, which Episode 1 is okay. I like it. I don't love it. Episode 2 I thought was astounding, though. I love Half-Life 2 Episode 2. And then they got Portal, the original Portal, which was a game nobody ever heard of, and it was just on there. You know, it felt like a little bonus. But that game probably ended up being the best game on the package, you know. So we got one, two, three, four, basically five games on there. Team Fortress 2, Portal, Half-Life, Half-Life. No, there's four games on there. My bad. Either way, four games that are just amazing, you know. And the thing is, is Valve hasn't really released any games since then. And I just wanted to take a moment to recognize how much the Orange Box how great the orange box is the orange box is one of the best packages that gaming's ever seen and team fortress 2 an excellent multiplayer game it's still great i've played it i think a couple months ago i don't always it's not my favorite multiplayer game but i see the depth there and there's so much to that game and people still play that game thousands and thousands of hours they put so much time into it it's pretty amazing um portal that's endlessly replayable for me I love playing it. It doesn't matter what time of year it is, I can play, sit down and play Portal again. And every time I play it, it fills me with that same happiness, the same joy. I always smile, you know, in ear to ear when I play Portal. It's just that good. And those two Half-Life episodes are good, solid. Episode one, like I said, episode one, just, you know, it's pretty good. Episode two's great. So 10 years, that's a long time. And it's just kind of disappointing that we're not seeing, you know, anything else come from them besides Dota stuff and Vive. Vive's cool, though. Uh, if you don't know what Vive is, it's the VR platform they have. But I would love to see a follow-up to any of these games besides Portal 2. Portal 2, ah, so good. It's so good. That is one of the best. <laughs> um, I think that's it for the news of interest. I didn't really see much that really interested me interested me this week. Um, uh, the reviews for Shadow of War came out, and it actually got good reviews. And the main complaint I keep seeing is the, the loot boxes, and it's been really frustrating to see this conversation happening again. There needs to be some standards for these uh, loot boxes, honestly. Like, people... All the I don't know I know the developers won't do this, but they need to come to at least an unspoken agreement that these boxes won't be anti-consumer. Like they'll be there, but they won't be pushed in your face. You know the option to buy stuff, the option to do XP doublers or whatever is fine, but just put it off to the side. That's all I ask. I don't I just don't want to see a loot box thing in my face every ten seconds. And when you're doing games that are based on getting drops in stuff and you know what I, I actually did see uh, this is probably my favorite topic this year I guess because I talked about it a lot so far I did see another news story about the ESRB I'm gonna look it up but yeah anyway uh where is it I just saw it man man I hate it when I do this I have these pages open I've been using my phone it works pretty good but yeah 
Uh, I'll just look it up. Yes. This is great radio. <laughs> Here it is. The SRB says it doesn't see loot boxes as gambling. That was posted t today. And here is the quote, right? ESRB does not consider loot boxes to be gambling, said as spokesman for ESRB. While there's an element of chance in these mechanics, the player is always guaranteed to receive in-game con content, even if the player unfortunately receives something they don't want. We think of it as a similar principle to collectible card games. Sometimes you'll open a pack and get a brand new holographic card you've had your eye on for a while, but other times you'll end up with a pack of cards you already had. So, I think that's a pretty fascinating uh, way to look at these boxes. And I'm just going to leave this this little tangent I had on the new section at that. I just get frustrated at them. That's it. And the Shadow of War stuff, just that's the reason I didn't buy this game. I just did not put my money down for Shadow of War because of the way the loot boxes are. They even have a thing where you sign in with your email address and sign up for their newsletter inside the game. This kind of like breaks the weird fiction of the game. If you do this in the game, you give them your email address, they give you an XP bonus. Like, come on. It's kind of, it just feels gross and scummy after a while. And I, I couldn't support it. I just didn't. You know, it's not a game I'm super thrilled about anyway. I'm like, oh, this looks kind of cool. I'll probably play it. But I don't know. I, I, I passed. <laughs> South Park's next week. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be all over that. Anyway, we were going to top jump into the topic of the week, which should be a little shorter this week. And I'm kind of like dancing this spot in, in, in my spot here. I don't know why I was doing that weird hand motion. <laughs> but uh, the topic of the week this week is hype. Is it worth it? So, something I didn't talk about when I said about what was happening last week is I watched the Nintendo World Championship. Well, I watched it in the background as I played Hat in Time. But um, I put a poll up on Twitter and I said, do you think Nintendo's going to announce anything at the NWC, which is Nintendo World Championship? And I put like, oh, are they going to put Smash, the new Super Mario Maker for Switch, anything like that. So I go into the game, into this uh, event, watching it on Twitch on my phone. And at the beginning, the host Andrea Renee, she says, "There are some surprises in store for everybody." So I'm like, "Yes, they're gonna announce something." Yes, and they kind of didn't. Not really. Um, there were surprises in gigantic quotation marks because they had random games that the competitors would play, like they had Super Mario Deluxe. Donkey Kong Country Returns, they had like a minecart stage that they had to do. It was pretty fun to watch, you know, in the background. I'm glad I didn't focus all my attention on it. It, it felt kind of, um, you know, it felt kind of like a giant ad for Nintendo. But it was still kind of, it was still fun, you know. I was just a little disappointed that there was no reveals. And then at the end, of course, it was Super Mario Odyssey. And they had a new level. And I don't want to see anything else from that game. I'm, I might be in the minority for that. But I feel like I've seen enough from Super Mario Odyssey. And the reason I like these kind of games is because this what you discover as you play adds to the experience. And I don't want to get spoiled too much, you know. So I didn't watch that part. I kind of like had it on sound wise in the background, but I didn't watch it. I know there's something with like some kind of rock monster or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, what I wanted to talk about for the real topic 
is hype. Cause see, I hype myself up. Like, yes, this is gonna have an awesome announcement. Oh, I cannot wait! Super Mario Maker! Yes! You know, I was getting hyped, you know, sitting there on the couch just Yes, it's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know, and I watched. It. I got let down. You know, it's not the biggest letdown I've ever had. There's been a lot of E3s and you know all these and things that just hype me up. And uh, the Star Wars trailer came out this week too. Star Wars Episode Eight: uh, Last Jedi. The poster and the trailer. And the thing is, is I'm trying to not hype myself up too much for this movie because the thing is with me. This is just me, my personal habits, my personal, you know, things I do when I love something or I'm into a series or I'm into a movie or I'm into a game, into an album, you know, into a TV show, you know, the date comes out for this thing and I am hyped for two months waiting for it. Like Super Mario Odyssey, you go back to my very first podcast, I probably mention it, you know, I'm hyped. I'm at a whole time hype level for this game. If... Super, Super Mario Odyssey doesn't live up to the hype. I'm going to be super bummed out, you know. So is is all this hype that I build up, I, I'm going to say hype a lot. I'm sorry. That's that's just how this topic's going to go. <laughs> all this hype I build up for myself is a worth the trouble. If in the end, I'd say 80% of the time, it's pretty much, yes, hype was worth it. But the 20% of the time, it's not, you know. No Man's Sky, super disappointing. A couple of these uh, PlayStation experiences. There's only been one that I actually came out of and I was like, yeah, that was good. I I like that. The the rest of them kind of been middling. Like, uh, there was one that ended with Paragon. I was like, who cares about Paragon? Sorry, if you like MOBAs, I'm sorry. I just don't like them. (laughs) But yeah, um, I like to know when these events are happening. And I try to temper my expectations based on what the event is if it's e3 i'm going to be all-time high on my hype if it's paris games week which is the end of the month october 30th i think i'm going to have a little bit lesser of hype for that they're probably going to announce the date for uh david cage's new game what is it called oh wow detroit become human yes um they'll probably announce the date for that and then I feel like they're going to announce something about that Media Molecule game, that really weird one. What the move ones. I'm sure someone's screaming at their iPod right now. I, I say iPod, but it's not an iPod. iPod is outdated technology, if you didn't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, so whatever that game is, that Media Molecule, Media Molecule spent like 80 years on. So, All right, well, basically they announced it with the PlayStation 4. What is the name of that game? It's called Dreams. It's like the simplest name ever. Dreams. That's it. Yeah, so they'll probably say something about Dreams because that's I, that, that studio is based in Paris as well. So I can see those two games being the main focus. And then they'll probably have like another trailer for Spider-Man and God of War. They might release a, do another release date for one of those because they're supposed to all be early 2017. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not holding my breath. But yeah, see? Like with the Paris Games Week one, my hype is like, yeah. Yeah, you know, middle. Oh, there might be something cool, maybe. You know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and with this the Star Wars movie, I tell myself not to get hyped up. But I I'm over the moon hyped up for it. I watch the trailer like ten times. I'm like, man, okay, this scene right here, they probably edited it to make it 
to make it seem like this is happening, but this is happening. Oh no, Ray would not do that. She would not betray the the light side to go with Kylo Ren. Oh, maybe Kylo Ren's a good guy. Who knows? You know what I mean? And I go back and forth in my brain. I'm all hyped and jazzed. I bought my tickets the first t chance I had. You know, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for that game, uh, for that movie. I, I'm so used to saying game <laughs> for that movie. For Super Mario Odyssey, that thing's pre-ordered. It's down. It's coming to my house right on right on the freaking October 27th. Same with Wolfenstein. Bam, right here in my house. I'm excited. I'm down for those games, you know? South Park's next week. It's not pre-ordered right now, but I plan to uh, buy it a couple days before it comes out. Probably buy it tomorrow, actually. I'm hyped for that game. That's what I'm going to be playing all week next week. So, you know, I, I try to not hype myself up for stuff. But for, for me, for my for my personality, how I am. I know this is going to sound like a big bummer, but thinking every year there's going to be another Star Wars movie, that's another reason for me to stay alive. That's another reason for me to keep going. When I have a crappy day and I'm down, I'm thinking, man, in a couple weeks, we have Paris Games Week, and they're going to announce new games. And I, I feel like a little kid again, you know? So for me, I say for me a lot. I noticed that a while ago. Anyway, <laughs> how I feel about it is hype can be worth it if you learn how to temper your expectations. And for me, it's very, very hard to do. It's really hard to do. So I bum myself out a lot. And I just feel, as a rule of thumb, right, just take all these uh the thing you're hyped up the most about the most thing the thing you're most excited for think about it this way it might not be as great as you're thinking it's gonna be just have that in the back of your mind you don't have to focus on that thought just think you know it, it could still you know disappoint me just just be ready for it and i feel like hype's okay you know you i love the hype the the hype gatorade dumping a giant bucket of gatorade on your head fucking sports you know i I know you know I know all about sports. You know sports. You you throw the 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 pig skin right, and the and then you throw it in the net, right, and then you dribble uh, the baseball and get home runs. Grant, okay, it's a bad joke. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have did that. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> So something happened and I lost about 17 minutes of this podcast. This hasn't happened before. I didn't really want to start completely over because I feel like I actually made my point by this time that hype is actually worth it if uh, you temper your expectations a bit and you're careful with your hype. That's kind of the point I was trying to make. I'm sorry that it was a little jarring because I was in the middle of talking and the audio quality probably sounds differently because the video for this podcast completely aired out as well. So I'm just going to do it from my computer and we'll go from there and it's fine. I'm not really worried about it. Um, the last thing I wanted to do though before I ended the podcast because I had already been going for over 30 minutes. The podcast would have ended up being 50 something minutes. So it's okay. I lost it. I'm not too bummed out. I was bummed for about 10 minutes there, but I, I looked at it and I couldn't figure out how to get it to work properly. So here I am. We're going to finish this thing up. It's going to be awesome. I'm not really worried about it. 
So the last section I want to end on today is the community section. So in this, I read some comments, questions, concerns. Well, I, I ask a question and then I read people's comments from that question. So let's see. Let me go to my YouTube. I do have one comment last week, which I appreciate a lot. Thank you so much. And it is, or did I get more comments? I might have. Hold on. Let's see. Not that video. I am doing bad today. This is not going my way. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, it's just one comment. One response from the for the community section this week is from somebody I see on the comments a lot and talk to here and there. He's or I mean I'm not personally acquainted with this guy, but I see him around and he's nice and he does really nice comments. It's a uh, the true and honest on YouTube. He's really really good. He ha always has insightful comments. So here's what he said. Uh, last week I asked the question, "What did you think about the Wii U, uh, the Wii Shop closing down and what?" <clears throat> sorry. And what did you think about the future of digital games? And this is what he said in response to that. Quote, The fact that the Nintendo Virtual Console WiiWare shop has been up for over a decade is pretty impressive. And if people want really want to safeguard their virtual collection, decent-sized SD cards are pretty cheap these days. And with Black Friday coming up, they'll be even cheaper. Don't get me wrong. I wish the shop wasn't closing. I'm probably one of the few people that still downloads experimental WiiWare stuff. But I'm sure server costs versus how many people are actually still buying stuff off of there isn't balancing out. Also, I bet Nintendo really wants to make the Switch Virtual Console the next big thing and give more incentive for people to check it out on there. The thing that sucks the most is online multiplayer servers getting shut down on consoles as some games are all about the multiplayer. But that's modern gaming for you. I like that comment a lot. I love these type of really thought out questions. Or questions really thought out responses to stuff and he does make a really good point if you really wanted to you could go to your Wii and download all the games that you've purchased before so true but I was just saying in the in the future future like not just in the next couple of years say you wanted to go back and you had I don't know Castlevania 3 which is a random game pulled out of my ass <laughs> on Wii, on on the Wii, on your virtual console, and you just really wanted to play Castlevania 3, man, I bought that for 10 bucks, whatever it was. You could go back and possibly download that, right? No, because they're going to shut that off after a while, too. So it's just a big bummer, either way you look at it, and it makes me scared for the future. And that's all I was saying, and I, f I feel like you understood what I was saying, true and honest, but... I like that. I like that little comment and how you added to what I was, how you added to the conversation. Thank you so much for your comment. So what I want to do is ask the question for next week. So what do you think of hype and how do you react to hype? Is, is hype worth it to you? You know, is it worth you saying, "Man, I'm so excited for this"? Yes, you know, and you look forward to that, or do you just not hype yourself up? Does it matter to you? And what is a good experience when it comes to hype? And what's a bad experience when it comes to hype? For me, the bad experience would be, uh, it's a pretty obvious one, No Man's Sky. I got really bummed out. I was hyped for years, like two years. I was so excited. I thought it was going to be the best game ever and it ended up being like a meh game to me. And 
the ones, the hypes that's been paying off the last couple of years have been the E3s, and I've been loving the E3s. All of the press conferences from these the past few E3s, the big three, you know, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, have been killer. They're, they've been killing it, all three companies, these last two years. So I've been really excited, and I'm excited for the future of that. I'm excited for E3 2018, and it's still, like, forever away. <laughs> but, hey, I'm allowed to be excited. <laughs> So, you know what? Uh, what's been bothering me <laughs> is this is this. Is, I had this conversation in the podcast, and I, I wanted to reiterate it. The the stuff. This is a little bit of the recording. Recording I lost. This is what I was talking about. Um, there has been in in the news the people getting stupid and yelling at about this Zeshwan sauce for Rick and Morty. Guys, come on! It's sauce. It's Chinese sauce, who cares? You know, people are yelling at these workers that are having a crappy day, most likely. They work at McDonald's, it's gonna suck, you know? And you're in there yelling at them, give me sauce, give me sauce, shut up. Why are you so entitled, you know? I get tired, I'm getting tired of this, right? this type of stuff, right? Um, all these terrible things that happened in the world lately, there's been, I, I, I don't know if why I'm getting into this, but bear with me. Just hear me out. There's been so many terrible things happening, right? There's the fires in California recently. There's been all these natural disasters. There's that mass shooting in Las Vegas. It was horrible. A lot of people, you know, died. There's, there's some serious things in this world, you know? And Rick and Morty is a TV show. It's supposed to be positive. You're supposed to go watch that show. Love it. Love the characters. Love what they're doing with the the comedy, whatever, you know, it's entertainment, right? But then it leaks into everybody's life and they, they make other people's lives suck because they couldn't get a stupid sauce. You know, what's even worse is the next day they announce that it's going to be a permanent thing that you can easily get. It's just like, it was a stupid PR stunt in the first place. Like McDonald's probably shouldn't have done that, but hey, everybody talked about them. I'm talking about them right now, you know? But it, it's it's just it gets on my nerves when people are like this. Like, stop for a minute and just appreciate everything you have. Like, why are you being a dick? Like, like this Super Nintendo Classic. Why do people are dick uh, dicks about this stuff? You know, just uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm getting too too annoyed. <laughs> but it, it, it's a thing, right? I'll go on Twitter and. I love Twitter recently, especially the last six months or so. I've been having a great time on there. Um, there's, I've met a lot of really good people, you know, and I have really fun conversations. I, I geek out about games and movies and whatever. But there's always that little tone about, from the people that I follow. I always have to mute people or block people. I haven't blocked anybody. I usually just mute them. But, And I, I've thought about it. I haven't done it, right? I, I thought about uh, going in there and blocking some words like, you know, Trump, disaster, you know, racial slurs, whatever. I haven't done it, but I've thought about it. It's like, you know, curating it for myself. But I like to know, I use Twitter to kind of know what the zeitgeist is talking about because I try to follow people who actually care about their opinions. But, you know, you still see the sexual harassment scandals and all this other negative bullshit. So... I don't know. I get frustrated by it. And, um, especially I, I just, I just hate these people that feel so entitled, right? They, they go into a McDonald's right on a Saturday 
these people are just working. They're just normal people doing their job, doing a terrible job. You know, they get paid six dollars, not six dollars, seven fifty an hour for whatever minimum wage. And then you come in there and you yell about them. You yell at them over something they can't control. Just get over yourself. Just stop. I, I it, it's annoying, right? And also, the thing is, when all these political conversations happen and all these horrible things happen to people, there's this discourse, right? I have my opinion. My opinion, to me, is the correct opinion because that's how I, you know, how my views are, how my beliefs are. But I, if I say this opinion out loud or put it online, someone's going to disagree with that opinion. And to them, their opinion is 100% right. They're the correct person. I'm the wrong person. So for me, I try to stay out of these conversations when it comes to that type of stuff. So what only thing I really wanted to say is just appreciate everybody in your life. Everything You can appreciate things in your life, right? They're just things. You can get more things. You can always get more things. It's, it's not going to fill your life with much, you know. It has. It gives you fulfillment. You know, you did something. You accomplished something. You you have something. You know, I have a nice gaming shelf. I feel pretty, you know, happy about that. That's cool. But if it burnt up today, I'd be a little sad. You know, oh, I I can't I can't play. Um, man, I've been meaning to play Mad Max on PS4. Now I can't play it. You know, something like that. Whatever. I'd feel a little disappointed by it, right? But I wouldn't be lost. You know, I would have people around me to support me. So these people. So stop focusing on this, you know, negativity. Like, I, I, I hate being a part of this uh, fandom, this freaking Morty fandom. If people are going to be dicks, you know, just stop. Um, all I wanted to say is tell the people that, that are around you that take care of you, you take care of them, that are there for you, that you love them. Give them a hug. Be there for them. Do everything you can to keep them in your life. Because that's what really matters. The people in your life matter. Not some stupid sauce. Not an NES classic. Not even that next big game coming out next week, next month, next year. That that movie viewing, that doesn't matter. The people in your life matter. So just take a minute. Hug your, hug your mom. Say hi to your mom. Call your mom. You know, tell your significant other that you love or if you don't have a significant other take that leaf and try to talk to somebody that you've had a crush on you never know you know just be positive try to be more positive in life because it's hard for me to do it really is i struggle with it every day but i i try to give myself some positive reinforcement to combat that negative side that negative energy in my life and that's what a lot of people need and especially in times like this when there's so many terrible things happening and just just be appreciative of your life appreciate where you are and it does even if you hate where you're at you hate your job even if you love your job just think you know tomorrow could be even better tomorrow something else could happen in two hours something can change like that it's like an instant that can make everything better you don't know what the future holds so just appreciate what you have right now and think you know in the future 
I'm hyped for this next game. I know that was dumb. Uh, but just say, you know, just say, in the future, I could, you know, have a completely different life. My life has changed a lot in the last two years. It could change even more. It's, it's going to change more next year. I'm moving out of out of state. I know it's making it more personal again, but I don't know. I'm going on a diatribe anyway. But you know what I mean. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate the people in your life. Appreciate your dog, your cat. Love them, cherish them, and just live. Be your best you. Okay, I think that's it for the show this week. Um, I went on a similar rant earlier. And I don't know if that one was good at all. <laughs> uh, I apologize for the random cut. I have to edit this down and fix the audio issues on this episode because of what happened. And there will be no video this week. But I might think of something cool to po put up there. Or put some gameplay or, like, I don't know. I'll figure something out. Maybe I'll just put an image. I don't know. It's okay, though. It happens. So... Thank you so much for listening and uh i love you guys i appreciate the people that listen that take the time out of their day to hear my voice even though it's random and stuttery and it's not always on topic and it's not always the best this is my form of therapy i i use this as my outlet to do creative things and i look forward to my youtube channel because i am working on videos and it's just a it's fulfill it's fulfill it's a fulfillment of my life that I didn't have for years. I took a long time off of YouTube, and I'm glad I do this every week because it gives me a chance to get some of this these demons out, get some of this positive energy out, get some of this negative energy out, get you know put it out in the world. And if nobody responds, that's fine. At least I did it, and that feels really good, and I love it. So I will never stop doing the show as long as I can possibly do it. So, if you hate me, I'm sorry. I'm here to stay. But if you love me, if you want to stay around, come come talk to me on Twitter. It's at Frantic Society. Frantic, S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. And on YouTube, it's bit.ly slash frantic sub. And eventually, I want to try to get youtube.com slash frantic TV. If it's not taken, I just like the name. It sounds cool. So maybe I'll be able to get that if it's not taken. If it is, I'll think of something else. But I would love to have a real URL someday. Maybe this year? That'd be kind of cool. But it's, this year's only got a couple months left. I doubt it. Probably by the end of next year, I'll have my own URL. But one more thing before I leave. I'm going to do Extra Life this year. And uh, I want you guys to hold me to this because I'm trying to get November 4th and 5th off. That's when everybody's doing Extra Life. But if I can't get it off, I'm going to do it next month. No matter what, I'm doing Extra Life. I've been wanting to do it since 2013, I think. This is when the first year was. Something like that. It's just a really cool way to chill for 24 hours, play a bunch of games on my backlog, some games that I just really want to go back to, and, you know, hang out, get some money for charity. I mean, I'm, I'm aiming for like 50 or $100. If I can get 50 I'd be really happy. 100 even happier. Even more than that, even happier. This is all for a charity. And it's just going to be a really good time. And hopefully 
Uh, I'll get some people coming out and saying hi when I do that. I know other people in the community around me are doing it too. But we'll see. And I'll announce more details as it gets closer. I know it's not too far away, like two or three weeks. I have a little time to figure it all out. And uh, stay tuned to my channel just for random videos. I have a Super Nintendo video I am writing a script for. I've been saying that for a while. Like, I stopped writing it. I kind of did. I, I filmed a whole video about the Super Nintendo Classic, and it was kind of not that good. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to release that one. I, I just gave up on it after a while. And then I thought of a new idea, and I'm writing a script for that. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a countdown of sorts, I think. So, be looking out for that. I'll let you know when it's posted. And, of course, just come talk to me. Say hi on the Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it for this week. I, I, feel, I feel like the podcast would have been better if it would have, wouldn't have messed up on me. But I feel like the end product will still end up being pretty damn good. I hope. And I, if you enjoyed it, let me know. And I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. I'm the game is in the line. I never play nice. I'm the devil's right hand man. I can't let you pass. Cause you ain't done everything. Bring me those contracts. Come on, bring them to the king. If you haven't finished your plans, haven't worked assiduously. No, I cannot let you pass. Don't you mess with me. Don't mess with King Dice. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with King Dice. Don't mess with me. I'm Mr. King Dice. He just what I say. The devil has his price, and I'll make sure you pay. I don't have time to mess around, and I hope you will agree. Bring me those contracts pronto! Don't you mess with me! Don't mess with King Dice! Don't mess with King Dice! Don't